You're listening to CPR, breathing life into the universe. My name is Rex. Oh, I like that intro. And my name is Josh. Uh, yes, breathing life that into was, the universe. That's not what I was intending, but it's what we're going to go with anyway. All right. So bringing life to all of you who take the time to listen to CPR. <laughs> we are the breath of life. Oh, no, that's Jesus. Yeah, Never we mind. are not the breath of life. We Josh. are like the, the breath of... Diving deeper into sacrilege. <laughs> <laughs> the breath of hope, maybe, but maybe. Um, speaking of Jesus... You know, I just love it when uh, you are reading in the Bible or... Um, that is good. Yeah, it is good. And you come across a verse that just completely confirms all of your political views. You want to hear it, Rex? Sure. Or my political views. I don't, I don't quite it. know about Rex. But um, the heart of the wise inclines to the right, but the heart of the fool to the left. I'm just mm. throwing that out there. Jesus inspired my political views. I'm pretty sure that the... Uh, <laughs> The modern political spectrum was invented or conceived a little bit after uh, that was that was written. Maybe but just a little bit, but just a little bit. You, you know how it is. You but know. We're all about proof texting and twisting the Bible to mean what we want. So let's go with that. <laughs> yep. Um, I just wanted to mention something real quick. So yes. President Biden has uh, so Democrats. Uh, these are Democrats, Democrats. Say, uh, saying that they, they do don't exist. want um, President Biden to have the sole control over the nukes. So they don't want him to have uh, the button. And as he's going down for I a nap, agree. he uh, just kind of accidentally hits it with his arm instead of hitting his alarm clock. He hits like the nuke button. Keep it in his back pocket and just like sit on it at some point. Mm-hmm. But um, so the Democrats don't want him to have the sole power to the nukes. I'm just wondering how long it's going to be till the Democrats don't want Biden to have the sole power of the presidency but mm, i i think they already don't hmm, I, I just imagine like a, a co-regency type of thing with uh, kamala harris being co-president mm. um and biden being co-nap taker and just somewhere in uh, the oval office um just chilling i really would like to see what would happen today if things were like they were back in the late 1700s early possibly not early 1800s but back when um the loser of the presidential race was made the vice president <laughs> i would love to see what i don't know that i would love but i would be intrigued to like morbidly curious about what a biden trump presidency would look like at I don't this know. point I just feel like in general, not necessarily with that matchup, but there would be a lot more assassinations in <laughs> in the way the politics would go. But um, oh, who, boy. who knows? Who knows what would? But well, so politics is kind of a a cold water, and let's dive right into the icy bath that is this podcast. Do you like that analogy? I didn't really like it. I don't. I don't like it either. Let's never do that again. Okay. Well, um, <laughs> let's. So, uh, the Equality Act is an act that's um, going to probably be passed by the House and uh, deliberated in the Senate. It's uh, something that is pretty uh, altering to the way of life as Hot we know take. it. I like equality. I think that's a good thing. All right. So, um, is it really equality? We'll take a look at let's that. Let's take a look. All right. So, in Canada, everybody's favorite other side of the disc. Canada again. Um. So, there was a pastor arrested for preaching during the COVID pandemic. Shouldn't have been Canadian. This is why they know we don't. Preaching is di- banned on the other side. Mm, this is why we don't live in Canada, Rex. Um. So we'll we'll take a look at that and what that means. And also to look forward to at the end of this podcast, of course, our peer questions. 
but also uh, our most embarrassing moments. Uh, Rex and I were kind of discussing this earlier before the podcast, and turns out I have a lot more than he does. Well, so, we're going to be discussing Josh's most embarrassing moments and the most embarrassing ones that I haven't shoved to the deep recesses of my mind to never discover them again. Mm-hmm. So but, all this and more. <laughs> yep. Look forward to that. But first, we're going to take a deep dive into our week. Rex, what happened? Uh, this week has been, as usual, full of work. That is seeming to be the largest and most quintessential portion of life as an adult. And it's not like the most exciting thing in the world, but it is more interesting than it has been. I've been uh, getting some hours on the sales, the sales floor at Optimal Purchase. And so I've been having more opportunities to help people out and find them the right equipment and technology for their purposes, which is kind of what I wanted the job for in the first place, because that's just what I love to do in general. Uh, but I have been learning that it is very different selling a uh, computer to somebody that knows absolutely anything at all about computers than it is selling to somebody that doesn't know anything about computers. <laughs> Does um, this one have an on button? Yeah. Um, it's an interesting experience for sure. I really appreciate uh, when people do research before they come in because I had a guy that came in yesterday and he knew nothing about computers, but he'd done his research and kind of figured out, oh, I think this is what I need. And I was able to kind of guide him in the right direction because he did his research. And then I had one lady that came in um, who wanted uh, to get a $1,000 computer and she couldn't see any difference that it had to a $300 computer. She was like, these are the same thing. Why can I not just get the same color? I mean, yeah, yeah, they're the same color and they both have keys that you can press, I think. And Mm -hmm. yeah. Um, And it's a, just a very, very different experience. um, Cause I spent about, I think maybe 15 minutes with the guy that had done his research and the lady, I spent, I think an hour and a half with her uh, trying to find her the, the right thing. So it's just an, very interesting. Well, that's dedication uh, for you there, I mean, folks. It's literally my job. <laughs> well, th- I know, but s- sticking with it till the end, a lot of people might just walked away and said, go with this one. I, I mean, she was not convinced. I offered her, I think, the best option for her straight off the bat, and she was not convinced. And so uh, we, we went through a couple other things, and then she was like, oh, but I like this one because the screen is better. I don't care that it's $250 more and won't... Um, and won't really change my usage of it because I like the screen and it's pretty. And then she still walked out without buying anything. Oh. Uh, and she was going to do more research. Uh, research. Was the, the pretty screen, was it like rose colored or something? No, it, the screen uh, was an AQLED screen, which uses a slightly different type of lighting technology. Okay. Uh, I'm, that just goes way over my head, mm-hmm. but all right, cool. So unlike Rex, who has a job and kind of a life, you have a I, job. Um, I don't know about the life part, but uh, <laughs> I don't know about that either because of work. Uh, so I was able to go with some of my friends to a ski trip. So that that was pretty fun. We went up to this place called Beach Mountain, which seems kind of like a contradiction in terms, but it was B-E-E-C-H instead oh. of your um, regular spelling. I like um, how Josh is the one without a life, but he's the one going on beach trips with his, or not beach trips, on ski trips with his friends to the beach. Well, who, who knows? Um, <laughs> so I was in the parking lot of this, this ski resort place and um 
we were uh, I was kind of looking uh, overlooking a creek, which was it was a really pretty creek. It mm. was uh, there was ice because we're up in the mountains, and it's just this flowing creek. And I look down into it, and I see a snowboard down there. Oh. I see just a snowboard sticking out of the creek, and I'm like, "Whoa, snowboard!" And I tell my dad, "I was like, whoa, look, snowboard." Did you steal it? Uh, so I was like, "Whoa, we could go down and get it." But this is kind of a treacherous. Um, it's the creek is down several several feet and it's it's a pretty steep incline to get down there and there are like power lines and wires coming up if only you had a snowboard you could have yeah that down uh but me and my infinite wisdom and experience getting snowboards i went and took the challenge so i took the plunge and i uh went down there i uh, was sure of my footing of course all the way but um, so I retrieved the snowboard. But as you might know, if you've ever been to the mountains or ever been in any place where it is cold, flowing water in the mountains is really cold. It's freezing. Cold so things are cold when you're in a cold place. Mm-hmm, that it, it's cold. Uh-huh. <laughs> so, uh huh. So yeah, and it was by the way thirty some degrees outside. So I stick my bare hand in freezing cold water. Instantly regret it, by the way. But <laughs> I, I retrieve the snowboard and I look back up this seemingly sheer cliff, and I'm like, oh my goodness, how am I going to give it back up? So I have to go around, uh, maneuver the power lines, finally give it up. Uh, and my mother's like here and she uh, stretches out her hand and I like reach for it and she's like no the snowboard (laughs) (laughs) not that she cared about saving me but the the snowboard that we could maybe sell on the aftermarket after the snowboard was safe she helped me up oh that's good yeah but it turns out uh, we looked looked up the snowboard and it was actually a really nice brand we're like whoa what what a prize here we go to the ski resort and actually do the skiing the next day and what is the snowboard it's a rental so yeah we just we gave it back i uh risked life and limb for a snowboard rental that the guy was like thanks when we gave it back uh so yeah i mean they'd probably given up you could have just taken it home and they wouldn't have known i know but you know what does your heart say in this situation rex you know the right thing to do i would have kept it (laughs) Rex would have been able to buy uh, 13 more microphones with the price of the snowboard. No, I'm saving up for my mixing console, Josh. I don't have money for microphones right now. All right. Um, but, you know, not all microphones are created equal. What does that segue to? The Equality Act. Oh. Whoa. Yeah. I'd rather talk about microphones. You probably would. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So what is the Equality Act? Rex has asked this to me, and he just mouthed the words. That's just a complete lie. I also said it out loud in our mental connection. Yes. So Josh heard it inside of his brain. Mm-hmm. So the Equality Act, or so named, um, it is uh, basically redefining the meaning of gender to encompass anything. All right. So... Uh, Christian uh, beliefs basically are um, becoming some some Christian beliefs are becoming unlawful uh, um, for this act. So in 1993, the religious freedom uh, re oh wait what is this word? I'm looking in my notes. Restoration Act, I believe that is. I can't read my own uh, writing. Sorry, guys. Uh, the Religious Freedom Restoration Act it set a higher standard for the federal government to defend against like suits and stuff if uh, the the citizens said they violated the law, violated their religious conscious or beliefs. Um, under the Equality Act, uh, they couldn't use uh, this law. 
So basically what this would do would let biological men in girls' uh, locker rooms, uh, sports, and bathrooms. Uh, it would let... Uh, it would essentially allow somebody uh, to sue their employer if they say the employer discriminated um, against them because they perceived they were a part of a certain community. All right, so this is not about equality. Wait, wait, wait. I just got a notification on my phone. This passed in the House, and who knows what it's going to do in the Senate at this point. Um, but we'll we'll keep you updated as that comes, definitely. Uh, mm-hmm. In real time, of course. Real time. We're watching the news. Um, speaking of the news, did you hear about the lawyer cat? The what? The lawyer cat. That's a thing. Uh, yeah, it's a thing. Okay. That's the most important news this week. All right. But back to later. the actual news. Uh, this is not necessarily, it's called the Equality Act, but it's not mm. necessarily about equality, but it's about control. It's stealing from one group's rights to give to another. And I I feel like that that's not right. What, what do you think about this where it's basically redefining what has been in place for forever i mean basically we're talking about here and just saying oh precedent doesn't matter everything doesn't matter it's just whatever we feel in the moment and uh just steamrolling basically religious liberty what do you think about this rex Mm. what what do you mean exactly by it steamrolling religious liberty all right so churches wouldn't be able to uh necessarily choose who they, they would like to hire uh, if the the people that they were hiring had um, beliefs that they didn't agree with, they wouldn't be able to um, they wouldn't be able to hire who they chose. That doesn't make sense to me. It, it doesn't make sense because it's so churches it's, can't choose who they're hiring anymore. Or if this bill is passed, well, they they can if they can choose, but they can be sued if the uh, member is of. Um, lgbtq plus blah 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 community got it um and they say oh they didn't hire me because i was gay or whatever they can sue the church and the church can be sued because it's it would be considered discrimination it would just be in the same category Mm, as okay oh they didn't hire me because i was female they didn't hire me because i was of this race it would be in, in the same category yeah because not hiring somebody because of uh male or female that's wrong not hiring somebody because of race that's wrong but Mm -hmm. this is a different category that they're trying to kind of stuff into this box but it's not the same thing at all yeah it's a really this is a really sensitive and tender subject and i think absolutely i think there's people on both sides that are just really really wrong about the way they go about things um because i this is a really really difficult one um so my my thoughts on the whole thing like the the whole lgbt community and the the extensions of that um i i think that's the the concept of it is biblically inconsistent that is no reason to treat these people as anything less than human. And I think a lot of a lot of Christians even think that it is. And I think that is totally unacceptable. I think really the thing about religious liberty that a lot of people don't consider is the fact that I think a lot of people are surprised when things like come this come around. 
Jesus didn't fight for religious liberty. That's not what he was here for. He wasn't here to fight and make sure all their Christ- all the Christians and P- all of his followers had rights. That wasn't what he was here for. Yet that seems to be one of the biggest fo- focuses of the church in America, um, is to make sure that Christians have rights. Absolutely, it is great to have religious freedom. I think that is fantastic and such a blessing. But I don't think that we should be surprised when we see things contrary to that. Jesus was wrongfully crucified for us. He wasn't standing up for his rights there. He was doing what needed to be done. He said specifically that we are going to be persecuted because of our beliefs. And I think the... It's not that we should just, oh, submit and give up absolutely all of our rights. That's not what I'm saying. But I'm also saying that I think a lot of Christians are a little bit too worried with defending their rights and not worried enough about loving people well and bringing them to Jesus. And so in all of this, I, I think that this Equality Act has some some dangerous thinking behind it, but I don't think that it should be our biggest concern right now. I think our our bigger concern should be caring for the people that are part of the LGBT community and loving them well and showing them, first of all, that there's a God who loves them because that is the most important thing besides all of that because all, all sins are equal in God's eyes. Yeah. Josh and I are just as bad as any of those people are in the eyes of God and he still loves us all so, so much. And that is the most important thing that I think we should be focusing on. Yeah. Um, if I could jump yeah, in Yeah, absolutely. Quick. It's, I mean, it's just the same as if like arrogance is a sin. It's yeah. like if you struggle uh, with a- arrogance, mm-hmm. it's, uh, I feel like a lot of times we glorify certain sins as being somehow worse, mm-hmm. e- even though all sins are equal. Now they don't necessarily all have the same consequences, yeah. which is sometimes we confuse consequences with being somehow worse. Well, we have earthly consequences and heavenly consequences, mm-hmm. and, or not heavenly consequences, but... Uh, <laughs> heavenly po- consequences po- is hell. <laughs> post-life, con- post-earthly life consequences, we'll say. But yeah, it's, it's just like... Um, it's it's any other it's any other sin that is, is contrary to the teachings of the Bible. Mm-hmm. So don't don't misunderstand me yes. here. But mm-hmm. so what I my thoughts are just like we we've seen the the prominence of this community growing in the U.S. Uh, and around the world for years and years now, and I'm not surprised at this point by it. Um, a- am I a little bit saddened? Yeah, absolutely. But I don't think that it means we've, we should lose hope. I, I think that we shouldn't lose hope for A, all Christians are going to just lose all of our rights right now. We're, they're going to be gone. And B, even if we do, that shouldn't be our focus. I think we should probably be focused more on what Jesus put here for and heed his warning that we will be persecuted because that's just a fact that we can't get around. That is something that I think a lot of Christians are afraid of. And absolutely, it's terrifying to think, hey, just because this is what I believe, people are going to hate me for it. But it's the truth and the fact of the matter. And I think that's something that actually may be not necessarily helpful, but I think there are a lot of people in the LGBT community that are afraid that they're going to be hated just because of the things that they believe about themselves. 
They're afraid that because, oh, I'm gay or I'm a lesbian, that people are going to persecute me and treat me like I'm something less than human. And that has happened in the past. And I think that's awful because they are just as human and just as valuable and loved as any of us. And I think that is, yeah, that those are my thoughts. I think we should be better at caring for people and not as concerned about our rights and more concerned about the fact that we want everybody to get into heaven. So. All right. So I want to make sure I'm just understanding here. Yeah. So absolutely. are you, are you um, advocating for just basically kind of laying down um, what we believe in and just saying, oh, it no, doesn't no. matter about our rights or anything like no. that? No. Um, okay. But what I, I'm saying is... I think, um, and this is this is one of the things that I realized that I don't necessarily 100% agree with about like the concept uh, proposed in libertarianism is it's not all about me. There, there's a lot about defending your own and protecting your rights just on as a whole, both in libertarianism and just general conservative conservatism. And I think there's a lot of wanting to protect your rights, which is an important thing. I'm not saying that it isn't important that we have rights, but I don't see that as being a priority when there are people that don't know Jesus and are being driven away because of our defense of our rights that in a way that is not necessarily loving. So, all right. So I think that's, that's interesting about the it is is basically what you're saying is just a resetting of perspective. Yeah, absolutely. About kind of just um, reshuffling our prior priorities a little bit about sharing the love of Jesus above mm-hmm. all and kind of putting others in front of ourselves. Mm-hmm. So I, I like that perspective. All right, I wanted to kind of going on about this religious freedom, but in a kind of different aspect. Mm-hmm. So there's a pastor on the other side of the disc uh, in Canada. <laughs> um, our, uh, so you basically go next door and north a couple hundred miles and there you are at Canada. Um, I thought the whole other side of the disc was Canada. Ah, uh, well, it, it the geography is a bit confusing. Yeah, that's but um, but this pastor was arrested in Canada for preaching during the coronavirus pandemic. Oh no! And this this is uh this is really interesting because if it can happen there, it can happen here because usually we think of pastors getting arrested in uh, Africa. We think of third world countries, uh, mm-hmm. places like that. We don't think of Canada. At least I don't. <laughs> <laughs> I am always thinking of Canada. Rex has Canada on his mind. Um, I'm going to write a parody of Georgia on my mind called Canada on my mind. You should do that. Mm-hmm. But uh, it's this is, place is practically next door. How long before we're here? Because this is kind of, I wanted to offer this kind of counter to what you were saying a little bit earlier about how if we don't stand up for some of our rights like being able to preach for example Mm -hmm. then uh we're not able to share the love of god Mm -hmm. in the same way because it's it's just kind of a, a slippery slope there yeah um well i wasn't saying we shouldn't stand up for our rights i'm saying that we shouldn't uh a put our rights before loving people and b that we shouldn't be surprised when our rights are taken away despite our standing up for them. Okay. But yes, I get what you're saying. But uh if like when when is when is this coming to America where and we've even kind of seen where churches aren't allowed to meet in person sometimes in California that's eased um thank uh thank goodness, but 
It'll probably well, happen when we are infected with the Canada virus. The Canada virus. Oh my goodness, not the Canada virus. It's the second global pandemic in the past year <laughs> that will have happened. <laughs> it's just the symbol for it is the maple leaf. Mm-hmm. Every every tree in on the planet is going to turn into a maple tree. Oh no. And we're all going to go around speaking in very north northern accents and have um yeah and we're, have half maple, of us are going to speak french maple syrup running through our veins yes right? but that's it's, how canadians work it, <laughs> it's just it's really it's kind of scary because we're looking at this like growing up i heard about this in places like china mm-hmm. and you know authoritarian uh, authoritarian uh places this was not even a thought but here we have it next door this, this is just really scary for me. Well, I think the difference in China versus in Canada is in China, they're being arrested for the illegality of the material that they're preaching. And in Canada, they're being arrested because currently, according to the government, it's dangerous to be congregating. And so I think the the danger comes not from the the, the content it. When, when the content itself becomes the reason that they're being arrested, I think that's a lot more dangerous of a place than the action because they're not preventing anybody from preaching online at the moment. And that, I think, is the saving grace in this pandemic is that we still have the internet and somewhere here in some places here in the U.S., we're still allowed to gather. Um, but I think more the content is what's at stake than the actual group meeting and gathering i feel like there's a kind of there is there are different reasons behind it Mm -hmm. but frankly i don't care what the reasons are behind you not letting a church meet there shouldn't be any reasons behind it because you should allow a church to meet they're using the guise of the pandemic instead uh of the overt saying oh this uh this thought isn't allowed like in china uh, but they're just masking themselves sorry behind the coronavirus <laughs> and um it's they're saying oh this is why you can't preach interesting instead of coming out and saying it why but it's this is the reason is they're trying to limit and you don't see because uh, churches have been attacked specifically. You don't see this type of thing in stores and quote unquote essential businesses and all these places. It's it's churches directly that have been affected a lot more than a lot of your other commonplace places. Interesting, but I'm wondering if uh, this is consistent as well among um, other religions like uh, Mormon places of gathering or. Um, Jehovah's Witnesses or uh, like mosques uh, or any of the other gathering places of like major religions because I think if that's the case then that's an interesting statistic to look at but if it's just organized religion in general that they're limiting at least in terms of in-person gatherings then that's a different story so I'd be interested to look at that yeah and I feel like it would be bad either way Mm. because if it's uh just christians now that that's awful but if it's oh we're limiting all religions oh if that's somehow better let me know how it's (laughs) it's not but it's it's just really scary thought do you have anything else that you want to no okay and i just want to uh cloak this all in 
Rex and I love you guys, our audience. Make sure you send in uh, questions to Rex and Josh CPR at gmail.com or or at Rex and Josh CPR on social medias. Mm-hmm. All right. So I wanted to turn now to something a little bit more lighthearted because we have some had some deep conversations in the past few minutes. And I wanted to kind of address this a little bit. All right. So the most embarrassing moments of our lives are not yes. usually something that we want to kind of discuss readily. But <laughs> um, at our expense, Rex and I wanted to have uh, for you guys to have a couple laughs. Um, mm-hmm. Rex, you want me to start this off? I think I'm going to start because okay. I don't think I'll be able to top yours. Um, well, I, I have several, though. Okay. So. I have. Uh, so the, the thing about my brain is when I do something that my brain doesn't like and is kind of embarrassing i will think about it non-stop for like a year when <laughs> i am trying to fall asleep and then i'll just forget about it which is great because eventually most of the time they go away but i do have some lingering ones they're really dumb simple things that i do that i just cannot stop thinking about um but luckily the ones that are most present in my mind are from a few years ago so i'm not like too worried about it um, the first one is when I was, uh, I think maybe 10 or 11 years old. Uh, and I joined a, uh, a Taekwondo, uh, thing. I it's like where this dojo. is going. Um, class. Yeah. Class, I guess. Um, and it was my first day there and the, the kids were introducing themselves to me like more outside, uh, after the class was over. Mm-hmm. Um, and one of the girls came up to me and she said, uh, hi, my name's Dakota. What's your name? And um, the first thing that my brain went to being me is, oh, that's my dog's name. And I said that out loud to her face. Uh, and only later did my mom inform me that it's apparently rude to inform somebody that they <laughs> share a name with your dog. Um, but... I will note something that has made me feel better about this is that I have literally like since I've worked at Best Buy, I have had literally like three or four people come up and say that to me because oh. my name is Rex. And so they're like, is it though? Oh, hey, my not my dog's name is Rex. And it's like, thanks. Uh, <laughs> Do they, they say, oh, you kind of look like him too. <laughs> with the beard. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But like I that's one of the things and then the one that hit a little closer to home was uh when some extended family was visiting that i hadn't seen in a while mm-hmm. uh, and I, I did i was never like super duper close to them and so we were having dinner and i was recounting uh one of the many pieces of useless knowledge that i had Ooh, um, nice. it was about a chip that sold that looked like uh the portraits of Mary, the mother of Jesus, uh, like in Catholic tradition, mm-hmm. those sort of portraits. Um, and I was recounting this information to them. And my cousin, who was about the same age as me, uh, he said, who? And so I explained who it was. And then after that, um, little backstory, I, I, for whatever reason, <laughs> 13-year-old Rex had somewhat of a a stigma against Catholicism. Like, I don't agree with it theologically in some ways. There there are enough differences that I don't think it quite matches up with Protestantism and stuff like that. But I I don't think there's anything, like, super wrong about being Catholic. I don't think you're, like, a bad person or anything. But apparently 13-year-old Rex did. And so... um, (laughs) 
my cousin, he was like, who? And I explained, and I was like, at least I can tell you're not Catholic to my, uh, to my extended family who goes to mass mm. uh, consistently, and uh, my cousin who like is the what's the the boy with the candle or whatever. I don't know. He he did that job in their church. Oh, um, and I said that to their faces. Nice. <laughs> and so those are a couple moments that just were in my mind very presently for a long time. Um, but I say a lot of dumb stuff that I just forget about because honestly, it's not that big of a deal. I'm the only one that probably remembers either of those. Yeah. Um, but there you go. That's the wonderful world inside my head. And if you want to check out Rex's most embarrassing moments, uh, make sure you go to episode one of CPR. Ah, uh, yes. If you want to listen to like the first 10, you can probably get some pretty good <laughs> info on me. And uh, me as well. All right. So I had this. I'm going to go a bit younger than Rex was. He stopped at age like 10. Was it right? Um, I am going to go to I think I was probably seven. So I was in upward basketball. I think Rex was in that as well. Right. Weren't I was. You? but at an older age all right so this i was younger so i'm on the team you know and you have the four boys out there five boys i don't remember i think it was four all right so i um my um my team is uh passes the ball into the court and is going across the half court line i don't know what happened i just had the biggest brain moment like they kind of stumbled or something i steal the ball from them plummet towards the other end of the goal and i like this is the other team's basket by the way and i shoot and i miss and then i shoot again and i miss and this is while everyone's like no and the other team's just standing there watching you like yes and i shoot one more time and i make it and i turn around i'm all so proud of myself i just made a basket i was kind of wondering why no one's trying to defend me and the whole gym was just like staring at me blankly just like what did you just do and i i look at the refs and they're like what do we do with this do we give the point to the other team what <laughs> that actually reminds me of another of mine but i'll tell that later. all right but it was it was just <laughs> and this is oh, while my great. parents are like no buddy no <laughs> um but that's when they lost hope in your basketball career <laughs> yeah uh, needless to say i don't play basketball anymore i did for several years after that but i it, i kind of lost it at that point that's why lost he's a passion. golf boy now yep uh, but you had you had another story. Oh, uh, this one I believe I've told on the podcast before, actually. Um, but it was w when I was at a friend's birthday party, um, and it was a soccer birthday party. And uh, me being three years old and not knowing how to play mm -hmm. soccer, um, the first thing I did when they like started the signal to go and start playing, mm -hmm. I ran up, picked up the ball with my hands, nice. having only played basketball and football before, and chucked it at the goal. <laughs> Did you make the goal, though? No. Oh, man. <laughs> and then everybody stopped me and explained that that's not how you play soccer. And I uh. went off and cried on a bench for a little bit. Aww. <laughs> Poor but I was it. three years old. And that's like a dumb thing you do when you're three and you've never played a sport before. So now I'm kind of over that one. I mean, there, uh, that's that's all right. <laughs> you didn't really know any better. but And neither did you, Josh. Yeah. Well, you I mean. just a... a Poor little sports boy. <laughs> so there, there's a point of in and of yourself how you embarrass yourself, but there's another time when other people embarrass you. Oh, and yes. everyone knows that um, one's mother is the most apt <laughs> to embarrass. All right, so I have two short little oh, stories boy. about this. So uh, 
I I was I've been in a band uh on like Sunday morning adult worship bands since I was about eleven or twelve, and so Child I've prodigy. um nah. <laughs> <laughs> so I was uh, kind of grew up in that environment. Um, the I knew the people; they knew me. Just sometimes talked a little bit, but it was more of a me and all of them because they were adults, yeah. right? Um, so there was this one uh, kid. He was actually in college. Um. He was uh, one guy, he was a singer and he played guitar. He was a decent singer. And I happened to mention that to my mother. I said, hey, this guy's a pretty good singer. What does she do? She turns around and goes to the guy and says, my son thinks you're the best singer he's ever heard. <laughs> and I'm, and she tells me that and I'm like, no, like re- reenacting the, the basketball cry. Like oh, she no. just scold, <laughs> scored in the other goal here. I'm like, no. And she, he kind of looks at me funny from then on. <laughs> He's like, hey, your mom told me that you thought I was the best singer. I was like, face mm-hmm. <laughs> Um, But there was also another time. This was you know, one of my last times playing at my Oklahoma church before we moved out here. And so I'm playing a piano. This is in a nice, worshipful moment. Uh, hallelujah, right? Mm-hmm. The lights are dark, you know, because it was a more modern church where they had like the lights and the fancy, the fancy. You can worship God better if you can't see. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it was dark, and except for the stage, you, there mm-hmm. were actually the stage was kind of dark because it was one of those those cool mellow. So my mother decides it's a good idea to take a picture of me, which which is fine under normal circumstances. Remember, worshipful moment here. One mm-hmm. thing she forgot to do was turn off the flash. <laughs> So she <laughs> did she also shout that's my boy up there <laughs> probably um but I just I'm looking over in the middle of probably like 10,000 reasons or something like that yeah and I just see this giant flash and just the whole auditorium just turns and towards my mother taking a picture of me because <laughs> like people people knew us so they yeah. knew she, and I just kind of shrink into my shell just blinded bare, by the flash can't see the chord chart anymore <laughs> yeah just a uh, keep eking by just a little bit but that was uh that were that was uh, those were some of my stories so if you have any embarrassing stories of your own make sure you send them to rex and josh cpr at gmail.com or or if you have um any made up embarrassing stories about josh or i please send those to us as well and we will that would uh, be awesome yeah we, we would love to hear anything you would like to make fun of us for yeah. for no reason uh, and like, you can send those to us on social media at rex and josh cpr uh this question comes from abigail and this was actually from her two-part question she asked us what reality was and then she also asked whether french fries or potato chips are better along the same lines as reality you know yeah basically the same thing reality is chips i feel like um you know a potato is a potato potato oh by the way potato is a potato uh (laughs) yeah (laughs) potato is a potato um but i i like french fries better because you know you get a hamburger and fries you know if you get a hamburger and chips you just kind of feel kind of slighted right Mm -hmm. if you feel that the restaurant's going cheap on you what do you think rex i think it really depends on the kind of mood i'm in um i think i appreciate them both for different reasons Chips, you generally have more flavors that you can select this from. This is true. So, like, if you're feeling, oh, I want something a little bit cheesy, you can get, like, a cheddar cheese chip. Or I you think, could get cheesy fries. Yes, you could. Um, I, I like Pringles a lot, and so they've got a lot of different flavor options there. Not and not a sponsored, endorsed sort of thing. Just I like Pringles. But okay. I also like tortilla chips, which you can dip in salsa. And I think 
tortilla chips and like Ruffles chips are the only ones that are really acceptable to dip in anything, which is the advantage of fries mm. because you get a lot of options for sauces and things like that to dip them in. Mm -hmm. so. so basically a chip off the old block is Rex, right? Yes, I am a, actually I'm a fry off the old block. Oh, okay. All right. Well, it's, um, I, I like, I like chips as well. Those are good, but French fries are my thing, but. All right, make sure you send in those questions. We've told you where to send them in. Oh, yeah. And, uh, well, I guess we'll see you on the next we episode. We will see you in episode 34. Whoa, this was 33. is divisible by 17 for no good reason. Why is 34 divisible by 17? It should be divisible by 33. That's all I'm saying. Hmm. I mean, it is if you do math wrong. Okay, we bye. We will see you bye. We will see you bye? We will see you by the river. We're meeting up by a river next week. Please cut that out. If I get a horse, I'm going to name him Ghost. If you get a horse, are you going to let me come ride him? No, but you can come over and we can ride the horses at my neighbor's house. Ooh. Mm -hmm. There's always... Uh, um, one of the horses is old and so she has a coat and so whenever i drive by i always just say horse coat to myself out loud and then move on with my life <laughs>